What are we looking for in spring training? Are the Mariners done adding this offseason? And is Aaron Goldsmith actually going to St. Louis? All that and more coming up here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. This is Tidying Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast, brought to you by FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description below it is mailbag monday today we got some questions from you guys on twitter so we're gonna answer those and have a chill little show but before we get into all of that a reminder we're giving away a 50 dollars mariners gift card to one lucky listener and if you win but you're outside the state of washington you'll instead receive a 50 dollars mlb shop or fanatics gift card all you have to do to enter is subscribe to our youtube channel so if you already have in. The deadline to enter is tomorrow, January 24th at 11.59 p.m. Pacific. We will then select the winner from our YouTube subscriber list and announce it on Wednesday's show, which uh, we got a little something extra special happening on Wednesday's show. So that's going to be a, a fun show for you guys. All right, let's get into these uh, questions, starting with Jace. Jace wants to know, what are the biggest storylines slash things to watch for in spring training? What players are you most excited to watch? Colby, I'll start with you nothing it's all pointless um nothing means anything so you know yeah. uh I had a great weekend has arrived. i had a great weekend by the way yeah mm-hmm. um so <laughs> uh how was your week? first question of the day how was your weekend pal you want to talk about it yep. air things no, out it was fine <laughs> it was fine um so most important uh i think you know kind of the guy that we're going to watch most closely is, is probably Jared Kelnick. You know, we've talked about this a lot and, and if Kelnick is, you know, good um, that helps the Mariners more than any other like potential player jump. Right. Because Kelnick being good would not just be, you know, going from okay to good. It would be going from non-major leaguer to quality major leaguer. And we know what his upside is. So uh, I, I think, you know, that's, that's kind of the guy that, that I'm going to be paying the most attention to over the course of the spring um also taylor trammell you kind of really need one of those guys to uh step up and and you know take that left field job uh so i think mostly it's that and then obviously you know at spring training you're kind of looking at the young guys you're looking to see what you get from bryce miller and emerson hancock see if there's any noticeable difference in their in their stuff um and you know there's gonna be a handful of guys trying to make the team trying to fight their way onto the playoffs or the the roster uh like Cade marlowe who was mm-hmm. uh you know, on the taxi squad for the playoffs uh, last year, and we know how much they seem to like him, uh, among others. So, yeah, for me, it's it's the two young guys who are talented but haven't really broken out yet. Uh, it's it's Jared Kalnick and Taylor Trammell are kind of the guys that I'm uh, I'm going to be focusing on, and they should get a lot of opportunities because it does sound like, you know, 25% of the Mariners' 40-man roster is is off to the World Baseball Classic for at least a couple days. So we'll see how it goes. Right, so a lot of these guys are going to get some opportunities here to make the back end of the Mariners roster. There aren't a lot of position battles on this roster heading into spring training. Most of these spots are already locked in, more or less. I mean, there's obviously the big one in left field, like you mentioned with Kelnick and Trammell and, and Marlowe, and I'm really interested to see that. And I think that you know Marlowe's especially a guy that's going to benefit from 
guys heading to the World Baseball Classic, so he'll get plenty of opportunity to show what he can do. Um, there might only be one spot up for grabs in the Mariners' bullpen, maybe two, but if guys like Matt Festa and Penn Murphy are already more or less penciled in, uh, then that it's essentially going to be one spot up for grabs for guys like Justin Topa and Trevor Gott, et cetera. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And then, you know, finally, I, you know, the number five spot in the rotation, that competition is going to be really interesting because does whoever loses that, that competition go to the bullpen or do they end up getting traded and which one of those guys ends up actually making it into the rotation? Or is there someone else that could sneak into that competition like a Bryce Miller. Because like you said, if he comes into spring showing something that we haven't seen before and he looks pretty advanced, maybe that's someone that the Mariners actually consider there. So there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting stuff going on uh, in spring, even though that, again, there aren't a lot of spots up for grabs, but there's still some really interesting storylines. And then, you know, like you said, right, seeing some of the young guys, seeing them actually play before our eyes. Hopefully we get some games on TV this year, <laughs> you know, more games than usual. Do we know what the TV schedule is like this year? Not yet. Yeah, so hopefully we get more than like eight games <laughs> shown on TV this time around, which, I mean, if you have MLB TV, you might, you know, get access to a few more than that, but... Yeah, would like to get you know every all opportunities to watch this. Uh, watch this. How team. could we see rock climbing unlimited in Western Europe if fly they fishing? show that Seattle Mariners spring training game? Fly fishing. <sighs> oh God! I mean, now they have like a legitimate excuse with the Kraken on some nights. The but... Kraken play at night. The spring training games are at yeah. noon. Yeah, yeah. Not good yeah. enough. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's uh, see what Austin has to ask here. Austin asks, uh, does Jerry and company have another trade up his sleeves for an everyday bat, or do you think this is it minus non-roster invitees? So we talked a little bit about this uh, during the emergency podcast for the Listella signing. Uh, so, Colby, are you still pretty firm on your stance that you think uh, Listella was more so a glorified NRI than anything and that the Mariners are still not done? Uh. Yeah, I, I don't think Jerry's ever actually done. Um, you know, the free agent market right now is pretty thin. Um, so, yeah, it's it's probably going to have to come via trade. Uh, there's still a bat short, an everyday bat short. Um, it doesn't really matter where the bat, where the bat can play as long as it's somewhere other than first base. Um, I, I think that's really the only other important thing is if you can get a – you know, a, a 115 WRC plus guy and, and he's, you know, left and right field only, that's still valuable to you. But if it's just, you know, first base DH only, you're just creating, you know, kind of a log jam. So, sure. um, yeah, I still think there's one more bat coming. Um, I, I don't think we're going to see any significant, uh, any significant relievers signed. Um, but, uh, you know, we are getting to that point where guys are going to just start taking one-year deals, and their demands are going to uh, to go down just to get you know into camp, because uh, you know pitchers and catchers are reporting about three weeks. So uh, we are going to see guys you know start to to lower their their asking price. Um, I don't really think that's going to affect Jerry all that much. I, I think he's going to go the trade route, but I do think he's going to add uh, at least one more bat before uh, before opening day. I don't know about before you know first full squad workout but I, I they're still a bat short and i think jerry knows that yeah so maybe someone like david peralta maybe someone like jerks and profar maybe someone on the trade market like a max kepler i'm sure they're still keeping their ear to the ground on you know brian reynolds tyler o'neill mm -hmm. in case anything changes on that front um but yeah you know 
something to ask Jerry potentially on Wednesday to see if they're done or not. Because I don't think we've actually heard from Jerry about the Listella signing outside of his little comment in the press release, right? So nope. um, we'll we'll probably ask him about Listella, what he likes about Listella, and if that's essentially it for them in his eyes or not. All right. Uh, one more question here before we uh, talk about FanDuel. Uh, this one comes from Josh. Uh, do you think Matt Brash will be allowed to compete for the fifth starting spot in spring training, or is he locked in for good as a valuable reliever now? Uh, so Jerry Depoto already came out and said that because Brash is pitching in the World Baseball Classic for Team Canada, uh, they are no longer going with their original plan of ramping him up as a starter uh, this offseason. He's going to stay a reliever, and he's going to pitch out of the Mariners bullpen in 2023. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, anything you want to add on that, Colby? Nope. Just about him it's, as a reliever? Okay. It's, yeah. it's already been decided. Yeah. All right. All right, well, more questions coming up here in just a moment, but real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On. Because, well, here, actually, I got to throw up this little overlay here. Uh, but uh, FanDuel is the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance to win a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. All right, let's get back into these questions here on Mailbag Monday. This one comes from Cliff, who asks, uh, who do you think is the biggest departure from last year's Mariners team? So, Colby, I think there's a couple of options here. I don't think we're going to be getting into the Carlos Santana, Adam Frazier territory, but... I think it's really between two guys, right? Eric Swanson, Mitch Haniger. Uh, I guess technically, but for me, the answer is pretty obviously Swanson. I mean, Haniger wasn't good for you last mm. year, and you missed a hundred games. Um, and you've already replaced him with a better model, uh, to be quite honest, with Teoscar Hernandez. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Swanson is the Swanson was much more valuable to you last year than Haniger. Um, you know, if Haniger was healthy last year then it would easily be him but also if he was healthy last year i think he probably was would be here so um it's it's just to me it's swanson because hanniger really didn't help you all that much he had a couple big hits here and there but he was really bad honestly down the stretch he was just bad uh and he missed you know close to 100 games uh maybe more than 100 uh so it's kind of tough for me to pick him uh based off of what we saw last year so I have to say Swanson. Yeah, it has to be Swanson, right? Because, you know, unlike with Hanniger, you didn't necessarily get a replacement for Swanson, at least mm-hmm. one that's obvious to us, right? Maybe right. they turned Justin Topa or Trevor God or whatever into, you know, what Eric Swanson was last year. Who knows? But, yeah, you don't have a replacement for him. I mean, you didn't go out and add another high-leverage reliever. You didn't fill that role that Swanson essentially filled last year. 
you know, maybe that's Penn Murphy this year. Maybe that's Matt Festa this year. Maybe that's Trevor Gott. Maybe that's Justin Toba. Who knows? But yeah, there isn't that guy that's just obviously there. So I would have to go with Swanson here as well because every other position that you lost a player from, you replace. You know, maybe not mm-hmm. necessarily Jesse Winker, but I think you're going to be in a better spot than having, you know, than what Winker uh, gave you last year. So yeah. Uh, it's Swanson to me. I think that's pretty clear. Like I could see why maybe someone would say Mitch Haniger, but still, like Colby said, he didn't do a whole lot for you this past year, and you got a really good replacement. So, all right. Next question comes from CNC Talks. What are your thoughts on Aaron Goldsmith leaving? Also, who are some potential replacements? I assume Sims will take over full time on TV. So, Colby, I don't know how much you uh, you want to get into this, but I would say that we should all pump the brakes on. Aaron Goldsmith going to St. Louis right now. I know there's some reports out there that allude to him being a finalist or a front runner for that job, which would be a dream job for Goldsmith. But I've heard some things that contradict that. So how do you how do you feel, Colby? Yeah, I think the idea that it may have been a dream job for Goldsmith at one point is accurate. Uh, you know, he he came up. He's not exactly from the area. I think he's from Ohio, but you know, it's a St. Louis Cardinals. It's a huge job. It's a great team. Um, you know, great fan base and all that stuff. It's one of the blue bloods of, of major league baseball. And obviously I think the Mariners plucked him from that system for lack of a better term, uh, when he was calling their double a games. Um, so, uh, I, I think the idea that it, that it was his dream job is, is pretty accurate. I, I've been hearing that that is overblown that it, it's not, you know, like he wants to be in Seattle. Um, but obviously there comes a point where monetarily it just, it, it'd be a bad decision to, to leave Seattle. So um, my understanding is, and, and I can't divulge everything uh, is that the Cardinals really want Aaron Goldsmith and Goldsmith has, you know, talked to them, but uh, that it's not as um, obvious as, as some people on Twitter are making it that, that he's just sure. gone. Um, so uh, overall, I'm I'm honestly I'm not too worried about it. Um, but yeah, it, it would it would be a bummer if he did leave. But uh, I, based on what I'm hearing, it seems a little unlikely right now. Yeah. Uh, I just leave it at and, that. And if you know if you know where to look online, you'll also hear these things. So that's not really something that we're hearing specifically. Right. But yeah, um, there right. are some murmur murmurs around uh around uh the uh, mariners right now that say that this is a bit right. overblown right and, and again consider the source of the people saying that like he's a finalist and oh it's actually more than a final like these aren't connected people they don't know aaron goldsmith at all um they're they're kind of guessing at, at this stage. Um, so again, you know what, whatever Aaron decides to do, you know, you, you kind of have to support him. He's been great here in Seattle. Um, I would love for him to be kind of the voice of what is shaping up to be the golden era of Mariners baseball. No uh, but ultimately intended. he's got it. What's that? Pun intended or no pun intended. No, no the, pun the intended. Golden era. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no <laughs> pun intended, but um <laughs> You know, I'd love for that to be him, uh, but ultimately, you know, it, it, he's got to do what's best for him and his family. Uh, and you know, I got to respect the decision either yeah. way. Uh, he, he's been great here. Um, and it would be a gut punch, though. <laughs> it, it, it would. would. It, it, it would be. It would be yeah. a huge bummer. Um, but I, I'm, I'm feeling. I'll just say I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. So. So am I. Yeah. Uh, and as for who they would get to replace him, I don't know. Uh, 
we didn't know who Aaron Goldsmith was when the Mariners brought him in the first time. So I, I uh, think essentially what you would see is just Sims goes full time TV and then Gary Hill and Rick Riz just man the radio side of things full time. Right. And and that wouldn't be a huge dis- like Goldsmith doesn't do every TV game. Right. And, yeah. and so, um, yeah, obviously, I think they'd bring in one more guy, but I think you just mm-hmm. get Gary a little more involved. I think maybe, you know, you don't have to do it this year. Maybe you get Gary a little more involved. Maybe you get uh, Angie on the broadcast a little bit more. Um, I, I think you just kind of figure it out and, and you kind of don't rush it and, and just go get the best person you can for the job. That's a great point. I think this would be a, a, a great opportunity to get Angie more involved. I think this would also be a great opportunity to get Shannon Dreyer more involved, at least on the radio side mm-hmm. of things. I think that'd be really right. Cool and we know that. that they they they'd cycle through like Ryan Roland Smith and and sure. Bill Kruger, but maybe maybe Stephen Vogt shake will your fist the, at those clouds. Uh, maybe Stephen Vogt will rethink his coaching position yeah. and actually take that root sports job. Sure, <laughs> seems unlikely, but uh, the one thing that uh, Seattle sports in general has gotten really right you know is is Every, their play-by-play across guys the board. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what sports somehow they find a way to get that right so from collaboral um, to rabel to knee house yep. to uh to, Gross, to, to forsland to now Riz, it's, it's, yeah. yep yeah mm-hmm. it just it's been home run after home run so um we'll see what happens but honestly i i'm feeling pretty good about uh aaron yeah. being back next year but we'll see like i said ultimately we'll it's see. his decision mm-hmm. and um as as sad as i would be if he left i would have to respect the decision and uh, and wish him well all right we got a couple more questions here this one comes from zane have you heard anything about herman marquez coming to seattle last offseason he was buzz he was a buzzworthy trade target what would it cost to get him is it worth it well colby i put no. this one specifically in for you because you got some strong feelings about herman marquez so please share why would you trade top level prospects which is what the rockies are going to ask for for chris flexen they're the same pitcher herman marquez is chris flexen they're both number four number fives marquez had a nice year and he kind of like oh well you get him out of colorado he'll be better no that doesn't work like that herman marquez for the last couple years has been like a number five starter he runs mid four eras his fifths aren't great he doesn't strike out a ton of guys like marquez is fine he's okay but would you rather have Flexen and Miller and Hancock, or would you rather have Marquez? It's a no-brainer. Marquez isn't very good. He's the most overrated pitcher in baseball. He's not good. He's a number five. Who cares? I'd rather throw Marco Gonzalez out there and keep my prospects sure. than give up anything of value for Herman Marquez. The guy sucks. He's not good. Four nine five ERA this past year. Four seven. Oh my god! I have to. Oh, that's so worth Bryce Miller. I have to give up Bryce Miller for that yeah. guy. The only oh, thing that goodness. he has really working for him is uh, he's stayed healthy for the most part. He's thrown 180 plus innings for three out of the last five years. Um, are, are are you describing Marco Gonzalez or Herman Marquez? Because I, I can't differentiate between those two. I, I can't either. I, I I let me let me recheck the Fangraphs page. Yeah, that's Herman Marquez. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell just looking at the numbers though. I would rather give Michael Waka. $30 million for one year <laughs> than trade a single prospect for Herman right. Marquez. <laughs> right. Let's bend over backwards to get a mid number five star, not even a mid rotation yeah. starter, just a yeah. mid number five starter. Herman Midquez. 
Yeah, no, pass. Hey, remember when, when Rocky fans were like, oh, you got to give up Julio. You got to give something to get something. Oh, man. Yeah. That was a Bite time. me, Rocky that, fans. That morons. Was a, that, was, that was a time to be alive. Yeah. Ramon Marquez, he's not good. <laughs> he's not. He, yeah, he's, he's just not, a dude. Uh, if they're like willing to value him at uh, you know a more realistic price, then I'm kind of interested, you know, see what you can get out of him out of, you know, outside of cores. But uh, yeah, no, not for I would any, be upset. If not they for traded, any top 10 prospect. I would be upset if they traded Isaiah Campbell for Herman Marquez. Marquez is a number five, period. You keep going back. Oh, well, look at what he did in 2019. I don't care. I don't care. I'd probably trade Isaiah Campbell. He's not. He's not I'd that good. Probably, I'd pr- I'd he's trade. just a dude. I'd probably, he's just I'd probably a dude who's getting Isaiah paid. Who cares? You know, also the dude who's getting paid. Literally, Marco Gonzalez. There's Chris no difference. Flexen. Chris Flexen is yeah. getting paid this year. Yeah. Who cares? They're getting paid. If about you want to, if you want to swap hey. Marco for Marquez, fine. Hey, you know the the Rockies were reportedly interested in Chris Flexen earlier this offseason. Chris Flexen for Herman Marquez, who is essentially under well, he's under two years of club control. Huh? For how question, much money? Question mark. For how much uh, I money? Don't, I don't know. I'm on Fangraphs. They have him at 8.6 million AAV this year. I don't know what the club option is here. Let me go on Spot Track real quick if I can vamp long enough. Um, well, you already failed. Yeah, I already failed. Marquez isn't that good, guys. He's uh, Marquez is at. Uh, oh wow, Fangraphs is wrong about his AAV this year. He's making fifteen million dollars this year. Then the club option is sixteen million dollars. <laughs> there's a non-zero. There's a non-zero chance that that club option gets declined and he opens and he hits the open market uh, this off season. It's the Rockies, so they'll pick it up no, because yeah. the Rockies are more they'll interested like, in keeping their guys and being good. They'll be like, hey, you know what? Actually, let's throw another $14 million on top yeah. of that. Yeah, here you go. Why not? The Rockies are a team that is so desperate to keep their own guys that they don't even care about being good. Which is the so Rockies weird, are too, right? Because they, they traded Nolan Arenado, and then they just let yep. Trevor Story go for nothing. So, mm-hmm. But we got to that... overpay for Ryan McMahon. Oh, we have to keep Antonio yeah. Sensatella. Oh, we can't <laughs> dare trade Herman Marquez. Oh no! Oh, I would we trade a number five starter? No, we got to keep these guys in town. But you know, yeah. our generational third base hall of first ballot hall of fame third baseman. Nah, yeah. we it's can so, get rid of it's him. So weird. It's we so really weird, need right? that number four starter for him. Yeah, it's so get weird. It's like the, the 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 way that they like pick and choose is so it's so strange. It's they pick, they pick the wrong guys to to hitch their wagon to. It's really yeah. weird. You know, what? I'll just say the Colorado Rockies are a poverty franchise. I mean, it's they're true, terrible. Though. It's true. They're though. terrible. Yeah. They have yeah. no idea what they're doing. Morons run that baseball oh, team. I love how this turned into just a <laughs> well, you a know, we're, trash fest. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want a twenty-minute podcast, and we're burning through these questions pretty fast. But sure. also, any chance to take a shot at the Rockies or the Marlins or any of these other trash franchises? I'm going to take because. They're bad for baseball. Oh, they gave Chris Bryant $180 million. I'd rather win. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And a full no trade clause. Yeah, of course. Oh, of course. Of course. God forbid you hit your wagon anymore (laughs) to Chris Bryant and his linguine shoulder. Oh, good. Good God. Thank God they did that. Imagine trading for uh, uh, Nolan Arenado. How did Nolan Arenado do last year? Was he any good? (laughs) 
Oh, imagine, is he still like an MVP candidate? Imagine trading him for what they got and then giving a ton of money to Chris Bryant like a year later. That's incredible. Like, what they they got like a number five starter and like a decent prospect. They got Gomer and and what Gomer the outfield the, prospect. They got a bunch of bulk. They they made an Oakland A's type of deal. They they traded a Hall of Fame third baseman who's still in his prime for bulk. For bulk, and some of you guys have the nerve to say that the Mariners are poorly. To run. the Cardinals, to the Cardinals too, who have like a really good farm system, and did yeah, even at the time of the trade, so much more. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, oh, yeah, God. insane. All right, poverty enough franchise. Of, enough about the Rockies. This is the Lockdown Mariners podcast. Let's go to this last question here from John, who has a question that has nothing to do with the Mariners. So we're sticking true to the theme here. It's a very simple question: high socks, stirrups, irregular pants. All right aesthetically or for us personally these like, are really the best questions you could pull out huh yes this, this is the last okay, question I'm, this is the i'm last giving you question. like a 35 grade on question picking today um most of the questions were just like the same question that we answered today uh-huh, stuff about okay. goldsmith stuff about the off season sorry uh, okay. maybe maybe Whatever. you maybe maybe instead of you know uh, attacking me here maybe you should you know challenge uh the people that are asking said questions Ty, i think our listeners do a fantastic job fine i will all right but you guys better remember that i'm taking your arrows <laughs> i am the jerry i am the jerry depoto to your kevin mather folks Oh man, this show is gonna bomb. Anyways, um, what's the oh, it's question? Be so High, Colby. This is a pants. good question. How do you wear your this pants? Is a, this is a good question. So, uh, high stirrup, or sorry, high socks, stirrups, or regular pants? All right, let's start here. The regular pants with the elastic that don't go like past the ankle. <laughs> that looks like a seven-year-old little leaguer. Stop wearing those. You're a professional baseball player. Either take the elastic out or roll those suckers up where they belong. Don't Matt Chapman it. It's the my least favorite thing about Teoscar Hernandez. The only thing I don't like about him. Wear normal pants, man. Either they go down around your ankle and they sit on top of your shoe, or you roll those suckers up. And I don't care if it if it's you know stirrups or the long socks. I don't really care. Just pick one. None of this like wearing capris when you're in the batter's box. No, pick one. They're either up around your knee. Or they're down on top of your shoe. Those are the options. I don't care which one you pick either, but that's it. Anything else, you look like a toddler. Grow up. Of course. That goes for Teo, that goes for Chapman, and any other (laughs) moron who wears them like that. Of course you would find something to rant about out of this question. This is such a simple question. It's such a bad look. All right. Looks like you couldn't find pants that fit stirrups, Stirrups are the correct answer here. Stirrups are the most aesthetically pleasing. No, they're overrated. you're overrated. You're overrated. No, high socks. I am underrated. Well, it depends on the high socks too, right? Like if it's the if it's the striped socks, like the Mariners wear, I like those. Those are dope. Striped socks. The striped are, socks. You yeah. mean on the Sunday, the alternates? They also wear them for the regular unis. They're like uh, it's like you talking about with the rings base. around the top. Yeah, the rings around the top. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I think those look cool. Yeah. Um, regular. Like, here's the thing for for me. I'm only wearing regular pants if they're tapered. I can't do baggy, personally. It's just not a good look for me. It's a good look on some people. Like, Felix can rock that. Like, Felix looks good in some baggy pants, but no, 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 no. Not me. I I can't do it, so I got to get them tapered. But I'm probably rocking high socks or stirrups. 
Ty's the guy who used to, well, first of all, Ty never really played baseball, but he's the guy who used to rubber band his ankles, like sure. yeah. the ankles of his pants to his ankle because he like, didn't like the flare. So I might trip on him while I run. No, you're just an idiot. Um, yeah. Take the elastic out of the bottom. Stop looking like a dang little leaguer. You're professional. You can afford pants. Wait, does Teoscar Or you can afford the socks. Yes. Teoscar wears them like this high yeah. above his ankle, right? Let me look at let And me he look wears like the, the socks with like the stripe that goes up, like the white sock with the stripe. And they're not stirrups. They're like they're like stitched in stirrups. So that like there's just a red line. Going I'm looking up. at a picture of him right now, and they're just like sitting on his on his uh on his shoes. Nope. I'm telling you, go look. Nope. Go watch oh, some of the video from last year. Oh, okay. They, I see. I see now. I see now. Yeah. And he's the hotter got the he got, again. the higher those high waters got. Well, if it works, then, then who cares? I do. It works. It's so <laughs> ugly. You must be good, but you have to be aesthetically pleasing too. Yeah, that's always been a rule. Hmm. Where have you been? Are you new to hey, this who, podcast? Who, 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 all right. All right. Let me, let, me, let me add an additional question here from, from one at Dane Gonzalez on Twitter. Who has the best swag on the Mariners in terms of equipment, how they rock their jersey, etc.? That's an idiotic. That's an idiotic question. An idiotic. At Dane Gonzalez, guy must be a moron. Uh, it's Julio. It's not close. I mean, that that's not a question. Yeah, especially when he's got like the shine blockers on. You know. Yeah, that that's that's pretty tight. That's a good. Plus, look. he wears the high socks, but not the stirrups. Like Ty yeah. Ty France too with the unbuttoned jersey. No. Like no. no. Why? No. Ty France is just like generic got major the, leaguer. Got the, got the arm sleeve, got like an armband on on the other no, side. No, no, come on. That's like come generic. On. That's like Ty France is like what a 12 year old puts in like his creative player on MLB The Show. Just like he's got on the, what about, the, what about the JP, fight JP's, necklace what, the glasses what about here JP? and on the back of the hat. What what about JP? JP JP's obviously yeah, got the JP's, dreads and he's got like the compression sleeve and then he like lets the you know he showcases the tats on the other arm. I think that's yeah, a good look. It works for JP. Yeah. 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 And JP also rocks the pants down on top of his shoes or he'll wear the the high socks. Yep. On yep. Sunday sometime. But typically, yep. yeah, JP pulls it off. Of course he does. Yeah. Ty France does not. Ty France is just like he's like what every 12-year-old goes to little league that's, who's trying to be like, look at me. I, I'm so cool. <laughs> Top button, unbutton. I got my sleeve here. I got my elbow guard, even though I'm eight and these guys are throwing 55 miles an hour. I'm wearing my fighting necklace, maybe two of them. Glasses mm-hmm. here and on the back of the hat because you can never of have course. enough. Yeah. I never black. have enough glasses. Yeah. I got my my cross necklace just gloves, flying gloves out of in my the shirt. back pocket, even though that I'm yeah. already wearing some. Yeah. 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 Just like the biggest wad of like big league chew I can possibly fit in my mouth. Like, oh, yeah, kid, you're going over four with three strikes, right. but you look Le- good. Last question on baseball aesthetics: no. seeds or gum, or neither? Uh, seeds. Seeds. What flavor seeds? Yeah. Original. You don't need any of that fancy like nacho no cheese barbe- or no dill barbecue? pickle. No dill picklers. No. Definitely no barbecue. Yuck. Gross. Gross. All right. Let us let us know below if why are you trying to reinvent something that's already perfect. There's, There's probably only wrong. like two of you watching at this point, but if you're still here, let us know below. Seeds or gum? What's your favorite flavor of seeds if if you pick seeds? What's your favorite flavor of gum if you pick gum? Let us know about the high socks. Let us know about all of that. We want to hear from you. Tell us. Share with us. Let us and know. And Colby will probably shame a, you. Let us know how big of a tool you look like when you played high school baseball. Um, because I think it's a phase everybody goes through. But 
it doesn't work. It doesn't make you better. It really doesn't. Look at me. I'm wearing one compression sleeve on my throwing arm and nothing on my glove arm. Oh, but don't worry because I have that fight necklace. Remember those things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, and the do gold you have cross. A, do you have a do you have a, li- do you have a live strong bracelet on? <laughs> <laughs> Batting gloves in your back pocket, but also yep. on on your hands. Yeah, exactly. Did, did any kid? That I got you my ever base running with... batting gloves, and I got my batting batting gloves. When you played, were there any kids that tried to do the nomar? Like always, like no. undo the gloves, redo the gloves, like every like between between every pitch. No, I had a couple of kids like that when I played. Always tried to do the nomar. No, every once in a while you catch somebody like doing like an Ortiz. Mm, they yeah. spit in their hand and then clap, and it's like. Right. Dude, yeah. like to me, that was just a dead giveaway. Like you're going over three with two strikeouts. <laughs> like just get in the box, man, and hit. Just geez, Louise. <sighs> All right. Well, when you get paid to play this game, you can do whatever you want with your batting gloves and however you want to swag it up. Fine, but until then, you're just some kid named Tom or Gage. Just get in the box yeah, and Gage. hit. Gage is a good one. Yeah. Grayton okay, Bryce or Grayson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Bryce. Bryce. Yeah, Bryce is a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah, Brady, upper, upper middle class kid who's got hitting lessons. Yeah, you're still like 85 pounds, and you can't swing that 32 ounce bat, no matter what your instructor says. So just go up there and go 0 for three already, so we can get this over with and get to the kids who want to be good at baseball, not look good playing baseball. Mm. Anyways, that's how we can do. That's on a that's on a personal. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I've coached a lot of 13, 14 year old kids. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, obviously I've had my fair share of, uh, you know, five Bra- foot three, Brady's 95 pounds, <laughs> swinging like a, a 32, 30 bat. And it's like, dude, that bat's swinging you, man. But true. whatever. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The kids in the oversized bats. Go to, go to Big Five. Get something that's more in line with your size. Big and, Five. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyways, right. I think the show went a lot more like uh like a CTZ episode than a locked on <laughs> episode, but you know, hey, here we That's are. That's your fault. You if you like this, if you like this, uh subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash control zone. Um hopefully we got a better show in store for you on Wednesday <laughs> because we're interviewing a, a certain somebody that may or may not run your favorite baseball team. So hopefully we're a little bit more on our P's and Q's than we were today. So that's gonna do no, it for our show. We got the Tommy Trumpets going. We'll be on top yeah. of it. Dun, 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 dun. And that's all I can do before YouTube demonetizes Before we get us. demonetized. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidying Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. And Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Now make your second listen Locked on MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Cross is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the mlb stars of tomorrow it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts just like us and with that have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you on wednesday peace